0: Welcome to the show. We're back today. Morning studio. Morning, Morning. everybody. Have a good long weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy, what happened at your house? So the delivery guy came and dropped off a package, but you think he dropped it off inside your house? Yeah.
1: Well, this is my assumption. Otherwise, I have no idea. It was either the delivery guy or a neighbor. My front door was unlocked. It isn't always. People, don't worry. I lock my door, and I have a doorbell <laughs> video cam. Okay, you don't have to
2: lay
0: up all the things, and a security guard, (laughs) and there's a dog at any moment it can bite you.
1: No, no, I do have a cam, but we have to take it off and charge it every once in a while, which is annoying, because then it's like in the kitchen charging, Mm. and it's not picking up video footage of somebody delivering this massive box. I ordered this like coffee table thing, and I got home, and no one had been inside my house, but this huge box is in my entryway, and I don't know how I got there. Weird. Weird. Do
0: delivery guys put stuff in the house? No way. I, the reason I would say no yeah, I, is because what if there's a security alarm on? Because mm-hmm. we have an alarm at our house and if any perimeter, window, door. Yeah. If any of them are, are, are crossed, a jar, Yeah, opened. yeah, It'll go. Yeah. And I would assume a delivery guy wouldn't want to make that happen. There's no yeah. way they do that.
1: I, yeah, so it wasn't who was it? Husband or kids or who anything? Who was it? Nobody knows how the box got there. Nobody knows. And I'm like, did somebody else swing by the house and they saw this big package on the porch? So they thought, I'll be nice and bring it in. And then it's just weird. That part's weird too. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't do it and you don't remember?
2: (laughs) Yes. That's more likely. Yeah.
1: I think that's more. It's it's a huge box. And I came home and it was just in my entryway. And I've asked everybody and nobody knows. So my assumption was the delivery guy was like, this is a really big box. Let me give this front door a nudge, and it was open, so they just set it right inside and carried on.
0: We'll post this on our social media and see if this happens with delivery guys.
1: Has it ever happened mm-hmm. where you've come home and a package has been inside and you don't know how it got there?
0: What we should update too about your house in your neighborhood is that car that was parked in your neighborhood that everybody wanted to tow. Yeah, it is now It's gone yes it got towed I don't know no, who knows
1: <laughs> sadly, sadly there's not a good
0: update because it just isn't there anymore sadly it's
1: gone and I mean I'm not always there watching it right. not filming it so I don't know if it got towed or someone came and moved it that's my hope my hope is that someone came and moved it
0: what do you think themselves.
1: though themselves they probably towed it you think so somebody yeah mm-hmm.
0: maybe the tow truck guy saw the box on your porch oh. before he towed the car <laughs> he just saved the day he's a big muscular guy yeah. moved it in and then towed mm-hmm. the car
1: well, right. hey, I was thankful. It was a big box. I hope
0: you guys are having a good day. We're glad to be back today. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the
3: air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag.
0: Yeah. Hey, Bobby. I'm a healthcare worker, and about a month into COVID, I started drinking a lot more. I had four to five drinks a night, which was a lot more than my usual two drinks a week. In June of last year, I decided to quit drinking. I gave up all alcohol. I've been alcohol free since June of 2020. My sister and I had dinner the other night and she started an argument with me about why I don't drink anymore. I got upset. I left. I have numerous reasons not to drink, but I don't feel like I have to justify my actions or reasons to her. How do you handle people, especially ones that you care about, pressuring you to drink? Thanks. Signed, Russell. Thanks for the email, Russell. I could tell uh, for new listeners, I don't drink. I've never had a drink of alcohol because of the history of alcoholism and drug addiction in my family. I also don't think it's wrong to drink. So I'm also not the guy who's like, don't drink. I also am am great in situations where everybody else is drinking. So I'm not coming from a place of morally I feel stronger and better than you. I just don't drink because I know it ain't good for me. Russell, here's how you handle people. You don't. You don't owe an explanation to anybody. If you don't want to drink, you don't have to drink. There are things you can do to avoid weird conflict. Like I will go out because I don't want to be questioned about it. And if we're somewhere and I don't know a lot of the people, I'll have them make me. I used to call it a virgin drink, but I realized that's old school. You have to call it a mocktail now. (laughs) Now they look at you weird if you go, hey, can I get a virgin so-and-so? They're like, eh? And I don't want to get canceled because I'm in a bar calling something a virgin. So now it's a mocktail. But you can go, hey, can I get a mocktail version of this? Just at the bar and walk back with it and just drink and maybe no questions are asked. Or you can just tell your sister, I don't feel good when I drink. That's it. And also, why is she busting your chops about drinking? Yeah, that's weird. That part's weird, but I chose not to really involve (laughs) myself in that part of the family dynamic. Uh, You'd owe nothing to anyone. Good for you for going, hey, I'm cutting it because I don't feel like I was in a healthy place. And if you ever decide you want to have a drink or so and you can handle it, good for you. But 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 don't feel like you owe an explanation to anybody at any time about anything that is affecting your mental well being and your physical well being. So that's all I have to say. Do you have to say
1: anything? Yeah no, I mean I'm proud of them for you set a boundary for yourself and sometimes who the people that are affected by the boundaries the most are those around you that maybe don't like it. So that's the problem with your sister. And you love getting
0: hammered with them or what? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, they just
1: tie one on and go to town every Wednesday. She misses her drinking buddy. And so, yeah, unfortunately, that might be another boundary yeah. you have to set by not hanging out with her as much if she's going to pressure you for something weird.
0: Like that. that part's just weird mm-hmm. that she would get mad. But here, I'm going to end on this. You don't know anybody, anything about anything when it comes to your physical and mental well-being. The end. Drinking or not. Doesn't matter what it is. Thanks. Have a good day. Close it up. We
4: got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close
1: Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah.
0: If you have a question for us or a comment, because we'll answer questions or comment on anything, all you have to do is send us an email. Morgan, what do they do?
1: Mailbag at bobbybones.com.
0: There you go. So Mike D has a podcast called Movie Mike's movie podcast. And in his Instagram story, he asked, should I watch all the Harry Potter movies? There are eight of them. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of any kind of movie. It's a commitment. <laughs> I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. And most people said, you should watch them. 80% said you should watch them for sure. So he, Mike sent me a text last night. He goes, hear me out. I'd like to say something on the air. Here is your time. Go ahead. I think you need to at least watch the first Harry Potter movie. If you don't like it, don't watch the rest of them. But they're all on HBO Max now. I think you need to watch them now. But why do I need to watch Harry Potter? They will change your life.
1: Change his life. They will.
0: And I think you'll be able to identify with other people who love them, so it'll
2: open up a whole new world for you. Mike, he's a forty year old man. I'm I know. Forty one. Forty <laughs> one. Yeah. But it's one of the
0: biggest movies of all time. I the agree. Biggest Franchise. I agree. I think you should watch it. Eddie, have you seen them? No. Okay. I'm I'm willing to make a deal here. Uh oh. Why are you dragging us with I'm you? I'm like the devil. I'm down in Georgia. <laughs> Oh, look at that fiddle of gold. <laughs> okay, I will watch the first Harry Potter movie if Amy, Eddie, and Lunchbox all agree to watch the first Harry Potter movie. I love it. Okay.
5: Oh,
1: I'll do it cuz oh, I've man. done it.
0: <laughs> oh, you have?
1: <laughs> yeah, my kids wanted to work through them and I Okay. Listen. Amy's out.
0: Ray, have you seen it? I actually have an ex-girlfriend wanted me to watch some of them. I didn't like them, but I've watched them before. I can watch them again. I hated it. Well, if, seen, gonna if Eddie life. and Lunchbox agree to watch it, I will watch the first Harry Potter movie. I mean, do we have a chance
2: not to agree? <laughs> I feel
0: like <laughs> exactly. we have to do this. You can kill the bit, but we don't do the bit. <laughs> no,
2: no, we don't do that. Uh, what about Morgan number two? I'm sure she's seen them all She's seen them she, she, like 20 times. times. That's
0: right. Yeah, she's yeah. in the fan club. Dang she just wrote it. a letter. <laughs> um, okay, so today is Tuesday. I'm going to give everybody two weeks to watch it. It's Oh, th- that's plenty of time. That's plenty of time. Yeah. I mean, I can probably do 10 minutes a day. Right. I'll do it like I did Teen Mom when Lunchbox uh, made me watch that show. It's two Everybody hours is- and 33 minutes. Yeah. I know. Why? That's what Mike said. The first Get one. long? Okay, so that's we have two weeks Ugh. to watch the first Harry Potter movie Me, Eddie, and Lunchbox. Love it.
2: And oh. if this movie doesn't change our, our lives. We need to punch Mike in, exactly. in his I private room. Punch after me wherever. How about this?
0: How about this? <laughs> there should be a real. <laughs> penalty yeah. yes it, two of three of us have to love it not all three because lunchbox may be the guy that loves it and doesn't admit it i will never lie to you guys but if two of three of us don't like it we get to come up with some sort of penalty okay we'll come we'll figure the penalty it's out not tomorrow punch him in so the, it's that, i don't okay. think so
1: it's that you just have to like it you don't have to feel as though we it changed to, your we life. have to give
0: it four out of five broomsticks okay 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 yeah
1: that's that's high
0: okay but that's the deal. We'll have the penalty thing tomorrow. Okay, you guys, come <laughs> okay. up with some stuff.
1: The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's thirty-second skinny. Lauren Elena talked about her dream movie role. I would love to to do a movie about Dolly Parton and get to play her. I'd have to get a boob job or something, but I'd love to do it. Lady A shared what they'd like their Nashville bar to be like if they ever got one. Downstairs, speakeasy, and then
0: let the top part be like a champagne wine bar.
1: Justin Moore shared what his first jobs were like.
3: My mom and dad actually owned a restaurant and I waited tables there, which you don't make much, just mostly tips. And uh, the other job where I made pretty good at the time, up 10 bucks an hour, was I roofed houses with my uncle.
1: I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny.
3: It's time
0: for the good news.
1: With producer Eddie. Tell me something
3: good.
2: So, there have been a lot of families that are having to deal with the destruction of the wildfires in Northern California, but there's a guy named Morgan Earl. He's a Lego expert on YouTube. He's got a lot of videos where he does these awesome creations of, of Legos. Well, he wants to brighten up the days of the kids that have been affected by these fires. So he's donating his personal Lego collection to all these kids that have lost their homes or are dealing with this stuff. And he's also raising money because he says that Legos are a great way for kids to forget the realities of life. So that's pretty cool.
0: I bet that's a significant amount of Legos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah He's
2: got a lot. He's got eight thousand dollars worth of Legos. Oh
0: my! Is he married? Do
2: you I know, pro- he doesn't say, but probably not.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Probably hey, uh- not. I don't know. Probably not. I'm just <laughs> Why asking. Not? Like, does he need his own room? Is there like an attic for the Legos? Yes,
1: because if you're married to a guy that has that many Legos, it's like, oh my goodness. Probably
0: not. You both of you two laugh <laughs> Eddie, you that.
1: do diamond art.
2: Uh, that's true. And okay. I'm married. Okay. Hey, yeah. He
0: also has on TikTok 623,000 followers. Wow. There you go. So well, you maybe just, he you just made fun of him. Well, if now he's not married, like,
2: then he will be married soon. <laughs> oh, God. Got a lot okay. of ladies watching those videos. You no. know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> okay. He's
0: a good dude. What's his name again? <laughs> his name is Morgan Earle. Morgan Earl, that's awesome. He is known as the Lego Dad. Yes.
1: Oh, so he's a dad. He has kids.
0: And to top it off, he.
1: So, Eddie, you know what that means? He's a dad.
0: (laughs) That doesn't mean he's married.
1: (laughs) Well, he at least. Go ahead.
2: He also says here that he dressed up as Santa to deliver these
0: Legos. So, you guys are giving this guy a hard time. He's a loving dude. I'm assuming he's big and he has a beard. So, there you go. He does have a beard, (laughs) yeah. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you call our show when we're not on the air, the voicemail picks up. It's 877-77-BOBBY. And it's like me going, hey, leave a message. We're not here, but we'll play it on the air maybe. So sometimes Lunchbox will come in here and just answer the phone and act like the voicemail? Yeah, I Hi. just
6: act like a voice recording. Like, hello, you've reached the Bobby Bone Show voicemail. And I tell them you can leave a message and I make them do a bunch of dumb stuff and they do it. It's really great. <laughs> here we go. Here's clip number one. Thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. This is our voicemail. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are getting a high number of calls right now and couldn't get to your call. Please leave a voicemail after the beep and maybe we'll play it back on the air.
5: Beep!
4: Morning studio, this is Rachel from Nashville, and I just had a thought, a potential flaw in the lunchbox pulling the rock bit in downtown Nashville. There is no flaw, lunchbox is is amazing, lunchbox is amazing,
6: there is no flaw. Hello? If you are satisfied with your message, press one.
4: I'm so confused.
6: Is there anything else you'd like to say to the show?
4: Oh man, I had my voicemail all planned out, but now it's confused. <laughs>
6: if you are satisfied with your message, press one. If you'd like Eddie to send you a picture of his bald head, press what? two. What?
4: Why would you?
0: <laughs> What's wrong with you? I... That's, that's so stupid. It's so funny. <laughs> she was really going in on something too. I wonder what the flaw was in her bit. Now
6: yeah, and no. she had it
1: all planned out. Like, why is it ta-
0: Okay, here's that's funny. Here's another clip.
6: Thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. You have reached our voicemail. If you'd like to leave a message for Bobby, say, nerd alert. <laughs> if you'd like nerd to leave alert. a message for him, <laughs> you selected Bobby. At the beep, leave a message for Bobby. Beep.
4: Bobby, I would like to wish my husband Ben Miles a happy birthday.
6: Would you like to sing him happy birthday on this message before we hang up? Yes. You sing happy birthday after the beep. Beep.
3: Happy
4: birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ben Mouth. I love you. I do.
6: Thank you and have a
0: great day.
6: I can't believe that. How
0: are they believing?
6: Nerd
2: all
0: alert. This? I don't know. Anna, <laughs> that's funny. What time of the day do you do that? Just afternoon? After after
6: yeah. Whatever.
0: People? I would also believe it too if I called, but, but the technology's not there. Well, <laughs> so we're not there yet. I think yet. I would be, <laughs> but when he <laughs> does beep? beep in his own voice after the beep, <laughs> beep. <laughs> okay, so you never know, but we would like you to call and leave us a voicemail, right? We were, we would, if For we're not on the air and you have something you want to say, please uh, leave us. For example, this is a real voicemail from Jackie. In California. Here you I'm go. I'm about a
1: week behind on the podcast, but I just listened to Lunchbox's segment on being the top 25 famous people in Nashville, and I was dying. I was laughing so hard in my car. I was basically crying, and I'm super excited for this bit. If it has not happened already with him standing on the side of the road, I think he's like relatively famous. Maybe no Carrie Underwood or any other people that you listed, but I would go next.
0: Okay, well we'll find out, but that's a real voicemail <laughs> that, so. I re-
1: Okay, that was the real one mm-hmm. I kept waiting for Lunchbox to come in and be like I am famous <laughs> But that was just
0: not. 877-77-BOBBY To call us live, or to call us after the show too On the Bobby Bones Show now John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan There he is, he's back To make us smarter about law What up, John Morgan?
4: How are things? In Nash, Vegas,
0: you know what they're doing pretty good. Where, what part of the world is the well-traveled John Morgan in today?
4: To, today, I am in New Hampshire, looking out at the lake <laughs> and waiting for the Toby Keith concert this weekend okay. here in New Hampshire. This is a this is a country state up here.
0: This is a country world. That's how and I like Willie to look
4: Nelson out. next weekend.
0: And I bet you have backstage passes to, to all this stuff, don't you?
4: Probably for Willie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sure about that.
4: play poker with him and Maui.
0: And I'm sure that you have a haze about that game.
4: I had a haze about that game. Um, and it was the last time I was there, Paul Simon actually came and played. What? And, uh, but yeah, there was... That We, we listen to Willie Road, whatever, the Willie Road serious music, and we have sandwiches and, and other refreshments.
0: Other refreshments. I think we didn't mm-hmm. know what that got is. Got it. Okay, listen. <laughs> we love when you come on because you shed light on situations that we just don't know the answer to. For example, Amy got in a wreck, and a guy tried to pay her in cash on the spot. What do you do if you get into a wreck, and they don't have insurance, but they want to give you cash right there?
4: Well, a ca- cash without a release is, is just cash gone, but I wouldn't take it. What I would tell you is, if they don't have insurance, maybe you do, and you have what's called uninsured or underinsured motor's coverage. But usually the people are trying to pay for cash. They have bigger problems than no insurance, like no driver's license, like warrant for their arrest, like escapee from prison. Oh, my. So it's usually not about insurance. It's usually about something else.
0: And you did not take the cash.
1: Yeah, I almost did just because I, well, I didn't want to take anything. I just felt so bad because he was just so insistent that we not call the police. And I, of course, like was feeling really bad for him, even though the wreck was totally his fault. But yeah, I didn't take it. But he was only offering me $200 and I got (laughs) the damage assessed and it's a $5,000 thing to fix. And yeah, I'm having to go through my insurance to do it.
4: And he might have insurance, you know. Don't, don't let that, don't let the $200, because a lot of people are thinking, hey, I'd rather pay $200 and not have my rates go up. True. A lot of people try to make a, bu- a business decision at the scene of the accident.
0: Another situation that happened here, Lunchbox on our show dented a car with a shopping cart as he was trying to squeeze between two cars in a parking lot. Is he legally responsible to pay for that damage?
4: Yes, he is. And most likely his homeowners insurance will cover that claim.
0: Homeowners even he, though he's in a grocery store. Even
4: though it was a basket from a grocery store.
0: How does homeowners cover that?
4: Huh. Homeowners cover slander. So you guys if, when you all are slandering people, if you ever get sued <laughs> and I understand you all do quite a bit of slander <laughs> down yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when you slander someone, many times your homeowners will cover your the cost of defense and your claim for slander. No. How did you it's feel... All the, it, all the fine print in those homeowners policies. How did
0: you feel whenever the, the people sued Subway for not having enough tuna in their tuna sandwich and there's a class action lawsuit? Did you feel like that was warranted?
4: It could be. I mean, you know, there's a lot of of bs class actions out there but on the other hand well first of all it it to me that's i don't know about that. you you have to bleep it, that out that's slander that
0: john morgan that's slander yeah his homeowners will cover it
4: well look slander there's is one thing but uh truth is an absolute defense to slander but no uh, seriously the the it, it probably is a claim Because are you really getting tuna fish? Are you really getting enough tuna fish? What does it say on the side of... We trust what it says on the side of the package. But I would say by and large, there's a lot of class actions that's just really more for the lawyers than for the consumers.
0: On right now with John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. If I go to a restaurant and I burn the top of my mouth on a really hot piece of pizza... Do I have a case?
4: Probably not. The famous McDonald's case. Now remember, that's what we all—that's what we all think about. The famous McDonald's case, where the woman got the hot coffee. What you got to remember about that case is McDonald's was heating that coffee up at like 140 degrees. It was steaming hot. The reason they did it was because by the time people got back to the office, the coffee was cold, so they kept heating it up hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. They had had many cases like that before, but they never turned the heat down on the coffee. If you Google that case and look at the woman's burns, you will not believe what happened to her legs. And so that verdict came after many, many bites of the apple, Where McDonald's didn't change their conduct and the verdict was reduced substantially. But if a pizza place over and over and over was cooking their pizza so hot that the cheese was burning off the flesh on the roof of your mouth and they never changed conduct, then you might have a case, but not a one off.
0: You know, it's always, at least in my lifetime, I've been told if there's an accident, the person who rear ends the person is at fault. Is that true? It's always the person's fault who does the rear ending?
4: No, because there's there's a big defense out there called sudden stop. And listen, how many of us have had people suddenly stop in front of us? So you got people who are not paying attention ahead of you suddenly stop all of a sudden you're caught off guard and you don't have time to react so but what was the rule what was the rule in driver's ed we're supposed to be one car length behind per 10 miles, ten miles an miles hour per hour yeah. whatever so I've got an A in driver's ed at Winter Park High School <laughs> so sudden stop won't affect you if you're not up if you if you follow that rule.
0: This is not injury-related, but if I were to win the lottery, what's the first step you would recommend for me to do legally?
4: Um, if you are, are you married? I am. Okay, I was going to suggest you go to Vegas to the Bunny Ranch, but I'll, <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll, what? I'll, oh I'll scratch that. Uh, the first thing I would do is I would <laughs> go around my family and give them make them as whole as I possibly could. If they had debt I'd end their debt. If they had financial troubles I'd end their troubles and then I'd go to I'd go to Europe on a vacation.
0: But legally if I win millions of dollars, should I call an attorney to say, Hey, watch over this or do I just run wild and free like you're saying?
4: Wouldn't run wild and free. I'd. I wouldn't call a lawyer because I don't know what a lawyer. I mean, what is a lawyer going to do? Go help you pick up the check? <laughs> but, but I, I'd be happy to represent you, and I'll only take twenty five percent. I do because wanna, we're friends. Uh, yes, we're of friends. course. I. You. You all will always have the Morgan and Morgan friends and family discount. So. If you or anybody on the, at the station wins the lottery, I'll do it for twenty five percent, maybe less.
0: Wow! Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Uh Morgan maybe, and Morgan.
4: maybe less.
0: They're offering a hundred thousand dollars in a contest for a new jingle. They're looking for a catchy tune, and not ju- and he loves music, but not just for his own enjoyment. So, big prize, a hundred thousand bucks. And so, do you want to play yours, Eddie? Absolutely.
2: So, I want to let him know that I'm in
0: on this contest. So, uh, Mr. Morgan, we actually have. Eddie, who is a real musician who has made a jingle, would you like to hear it right now? I would. Okay, here we go. And how long is it, Raymundo? 30. It's, oh, it's 30? You're at a 30-second Yeah, jingle?
2: well, listen, here. I want, I want him to know this before he goes and listen to it. There are multiple jingles in one. I, uh, part of the rules was you have to put certain slogans in there, like uh-huh. for the people and dial pound law, that's all. Uh-huh. So those are all in there. But think of this as different ways you can use this slogan.
4: Are you prepared to hear a 32nd talking about... I think he's talking about jingles within the jingle. That's what
2: I'm talking about, John Morgan. You know what I'm talking about.
4: Jingles within the jingle. I love it. Ray, uh, let's make sure
0: he can hear through the phone. Just hear, let him hear a second of it. Okay, can you hear that? Dial... That thing? Very well. Okay, here we go. Here's Eddie's 30-second jingle. Go ahead.
3: That's all. You've been in a wreck and it's not your fault. Dial power, that's all. We will fight to do what's right for the people. For the people. Morgan and Morgan.
4: Dial down, that's all.
3: Come on. <laughs> uh.
4: I, that is excellent.
5: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Good job. That
4: is that. Now, is he a professional? Does no. He, does he write for Garth and some of the other Nashville? No,
0: he works on the show. He's my producer, my best
2: friend. So yeah, I just sit right here with Bobby John. That's it.
4: Very talented. We're going to submit. Can, can he submit that legally? Yeah, because he's not a professional. I mean, you got you can't be. You know, Willie Nelson can't do it, but you can. And uh you know what I liked about it is you we've had you cannot imagine what a hundred thousand dollars will do in America. We have got so many uh entries, and I'll tell you some of them are really, really, very good, but some of them it's hard to understand. What I loved about that jingle was you could understand it, you could understand all the words, it was catchy. Hmm. And memorable.
3: Dial Poundlaw
4: over time, so I, I, I give that a very high grade. And I mean, I, yeah, please submit it. Come on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: you heard the man, yeah. Dial Poundlaw. That's, that's all. all. Hey, Come <laughs> on, Morgan and Morgan. Okay. Listen, we've had our cup filled of humor, of, of, of the law. We learned about the law. And then we got to hear Eddie's jingle submission to Eddie's Morgan
5: Eddie's
4: going to win $100,000. Yeah. yeah. yeah and let, really her, cool. let all your listeners know that if they want to submit, the contest goes on until late September. They just need to go to morganjingle.com or anywhere for the people on social media. We don't want them to know get that. Get your $100,000. Right. Hundred
2: we just bleeped you, John Morgan. Yeah. Sorry about that. We don't want, We Eddie want Eddie <laughs> to win. No more
4: submissions. <laughs> oh. We're just, just kidding. I, I just do what I was told. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of our favorite guests, John Morgan of and Morgan and & Morgan. Uh, thank you very much, as always. And we'll talk to you again, hopefully, in a month or two.
4: Take care of everybody in Nash, Vegas, please. All right, there he is. John Morgan, Woo-hoo! everybody. Morgan Morgan.
0: Sing it with me.
3: do law. That's all. all.
0: Dang. <laughs> on the phone, JJ in Boston. JJ, what's going on, bud? Um, yeah, so I just, I just finished breaking
4: Bobby Bones. Uh, first of all, love the show. It was great. Thank you. Loved every episode. Um, so I just had a quick question for you. Out of all the jobs on the show that you did, which could you see yourself doing as an everyday job?
0: That's pretty good. You know, it was really tough for me to drive a truck, but I think I liked the, the, the solitudeness of it. You just drive, and you're by yourself, and you're listening to music or podcasts. and The truck driving, the learning part for me was tough, but I think I would like driving a big rig across the country.
1: As long as you knew how to do it. I would feel nervous the whole time.
0: I think it's like anything else. I think when you started doing this radio show, you were super nervous at first. I think it's like anything else.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the truck, truck driving. Um the, most of those jobs were just tough. The underwater stuff was tough. The hanging off of Grand Canyon. I feel was like tough. maybe
1: the crushing cars, that was cool.
0: Oh, yeah. That You'd would be, be fun. The that. problem with that was it was pretty dirty. Oh. And I don't like germs. And that was like in the middle of like, ugh, oh, yeah. Because I was working on a scrap yard. That was disgusting. Okay. I'd probably go truck driver and then hockey player. Oh, yeah. But I got the hockey, the hockey <laughs> stuff was tough. Uh, but I appreciate that. And thanks for, uh, thanks for calling and saying you watched the show, JJ. Uh, of course, thanks Bobby. Appreciate it. All right, it. you guys can catch all sixteen episodes on Disney Plus. Which of the jobs would you do? Oh, you may do Wyoming.
2: Uh, me, I really like the um, or Montana. The no, sheep. I I would I would do the fishing boat. I know that you hated oh, it. I Vomited Ugh. the whole that time. Makes me sick. I know that you
0: hated it, but I would love the. I fishing vomited boat. the whole time. You?
1: I I would do the scrapyard. I want to crush things.
0: Yeah, you're having some rage.
1: No, it's, it's rage. Not rage. No, but you do. I you just feel like it'd now. be therapeutic to be like.
0: Every day you come in and like, I need to get a rage room. <laughs> what? You do.
1: I do not. You, do. you said All it right. this morning when you I, came I, in. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. You
0: have a new tattoo. This Rage on your shoulder.
1: <laughs> 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 Here's
3: Amy's pile of stories.
1: So Lionel Richie has an ice cream flavor called All Night Love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love?
1: Uh-huh. All Night
0: All Night Love.
1: Yeah, cuz it's like supposed to represent all the things he loves like an ice cream. So he's got vanilla mixed with midnight cookie crumble swirls, salted caramel and milk chocolate fudge covered hearts.
0: Oh my. <laughs> oh, that does sound good. Really. <laughs> so you're good.
1: eating uh a pint of All Night Love and he's partnered with Tyra Banks <laughs> on this. I guess she has an ice cream brand called Smize Cream. And you can now, you can order it online starting tomorrow, September eighth. So that's my
0: friend who did ice cream, Lionel Richie. Got yeah, it. like
1: he was invited to your wedding, but he, he couldn't make it. Um, a study says that we have insecurities from Zoom dysmorphia, and this comes from Harvard University, and it's this new phenomenon. They say it's not going to go any way, go away anytime soon because we're continuing the video calls. Maybe it's not even on Zoom. It's on Microsoft Teams or FaceTime meetings. Whatever it is, we're constantly looking at ourselves in our phones and in our computers, and it's escalating the problem.
0: And dysmorphia, we'll explain what that is, is... Uh, unrealistic image that you are getting an, of yourself.
1: Yes. Like you're seeing yourself how nobody else is seeing what you're seeing. Because and- sometimes
0: I look at myself and we have a full length mirror and I almost vomit. Like okay. if I'm in just my underwear I'm like oh. I ask Caitlin I'm like how do you even make out with this? Ugh. Like I'm disgusted And with what does stuff. she say? She's like, I know. She doesn't.
1: It doesn't bring you any comfort when she's like, no. She I, has
0: to say what she has to say.
1: And she's not with you. She does not. Yeah, she's a wife.
0: Because <laughs> I look at myself and I'm like, I'm disgusting. Like, how do you even? And she's like, I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> but also what everybody should realize, like whether it's your friend or your romantic partner is like, yeah, you're ultimately at the end of the day, like you're not friends with someone or with someone or in love with someone because of but how they are on the outside.
0: I thought so. I guess not.
2: (laughs) How do you distinguish the difference between the dysmorphia and the reality? (laughs) Mine's reality. I don't have
0: dysmorphia. (laughs) I'm telling you you the truth. I'm telling you 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 the truth. (laughs) There is no dysmorphia.
1: I I don't want to be like you have this because I'm not an expert to diagnose you, but you've had body dysmorphia for a very long time.
0: I do a song that I sing where I'm like, I'm skinny on top and I'm chubby in the middle and I'm skinny on bottom again. What song wait, really? I made, is this? It, it up. I sing, sing it? I sing it to her every night. Why is this <laughs> not a Rage Idiot song? <laughs> you, what
1: is,
0: and she's like, this stop is what, singing that song.
1: What? Wait, this is what she, uh-huh. you, you do and that some, every night before bed? <laughs> not every night, but
0: most nights. Cause I, and I'll start below my chin and she'll go, why don't you do it above your chin? I'm like, because I got a big old head. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, okay.
1: okay. Listen, does it annoy anybody in the room when I'm fidgeting?
0: Yes, you... Well, you don't stop fidgeting.
1: Right. You but fidget like, all the time. if I'm sh- shaking, like, oh, I... Oh, show long. <laughs> I shake. <laughs> like, I shake my feet. I can't help it. It's hereditary. Like, I got it. Or I'm doodling or whatever. Oh,
0: you do it all the time, yes.
1: Well, if you hate seeing people fidget, you're not alone. A third of people have... Misokinesia, which is hatred of movements and fidgeting. So, that's just like... I don't, that yeah. I, I don't have
0: that one. I have the either. other one, apparently. But I don't have that yeah, one. Yeah,
1: so it doesn't... You don't hate it. You you put... But I mean, I
0: dislike it.
1: Is it distracting to you? Sometimes. Okay. And sometimes I- I'm like, hey, Amy, so we're
0: talking about a really serious topic, and you're down there, and you're drawn like, little... Well, that's
1: doodling, but, like, the leg-shaking...
0: I, I don't really see that. Yeah. You have a table over there.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm going to start doing some things that are going to help me with that ADD, by the way. Oh, pills? No, nope, natural. Oh. <laughs> no, last time I took pills, I was concentrating too much. <laughs> I, ah, uh, all right. I'm Amy. That's my pile.
2: <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time
0: for the good news
3: with Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
6: Nathan Tormey was at lunch, you know, eating some nachos. Mmm, this tastes good. Nacho cheese. Give me some of that. Uh, ah, ah. He starts choking on a chip. And his buddy jumps up, runs over the resource officer and says, Hey, hey, hurry up. Nathan's, you know, choking on a chip. Sean Duvall goes over there and gets the chip out of his throat. How
0: old are these kids uh, in middle school? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Impressive. I don't know if we could have done that in middle school. I think in middle school though, I would have been dumb enough to try to do it, is my yeah. point. <laughs> I'd have been like, I got this. And I would have tried the wrong way and probably broken some ribs. Oh, yeah. or,
6: but he went and got the
0: resource officer and hero. And good for that resource officer too. That's yeah, what Sh- it's all about. What's his name? Sean Duval. Sean Duval, shout out to you. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. <laughs> Going over to Amy now with the morning corny.
1: The morning corny. What did the rooster do to impress the hen?
0: What did the rooster? I'm always <laughs> trying to figure it out. No, there. I'm always a little weary about where she's going. Oh, rooster. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I not, think it has
1: nothing to do what with. What did like... the
0: rooster do to impress the hen?
1: He wrote poultry for her.
0: Poultry. Okay, good. Take that.
1: That That
5: was
0: the morning, corny after After dark. Dark. But even after dark, you probably shouldn't. I
2: know how to make that after dark.
1: There was one. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I get a lot of stuff sent to me all the time. Like, please play me on the air. Please look at my artist, who I just signed. You know, even sometimes a valet will give me something, or Hmm. a waiter at a restaurant. And Heck, I brought some of them in the studio that's before. That's true. <laughs> but I've never had someone pitch to me just to be on the Friday morning dance party.
1: Oh, that's fun.
0: <laughs> Which happened here. This guy sent up a bunch of cookies. What? He sent up a whole frame picture that says, for your consideration for the Friday morning dance party, <laughs> Aaron Goodwin. His song is called <laughs> Lonely Drum. That's, that's cool. That's awesome. And very original, right? Yes. yes.
1: Clever. Creative.
0: Here are the, the points on it. It says double platinum Canadian country radio smash, 27 plus million streams, Global line dance sensation Ooh. okay, from Warner Music Canada and Reviver. Wow. So I love the fact that he went right for the dance party. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not even going to play. Like, I just went in the party that puts everybody in a good mood. <laughs> and he has a plaque. <laughs> so it, he sent this up. I haven't heard the song yet. I thought we would do it together. Yes, us go. Okay. Ray, do you have it with you? Yep. Let's hear Aaron Goodwin. And let's but it, if it doesn't fit the dance party, I mean, if it's a sad song and it's talking about seer, uh, you know, well, giving me tears and but
1: it says it's a line dancing sensation. Maybe yeah. it's a
0: really slow line dance. Okay, oh. you know, Let's hear Lonely drum. because it sounds sad Lonely yeah, drum to be honest, mm-hmm. yeah, what if it's only one drum? Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> okay, here we go.
3: Okay I'm beating on my lonely drum girl, don't you wanna come over? I'm halfway through a Chardonnay, and I don't plan on staying sober. You can bring your air guitar, don't let this night get any older. I'm beating on my lonely drum, girl, don't you want to come over? hit, boys. Yeah! know yeah. my lonely drum, I might get drunk and sing karaoke. Hell, you can be my beatbox, I'll render some mokey from skogey. And if you bomb a Jager shot, I might just do the hokey pokey and put my left lip- yeah, I'm beating on my lonely drum I might get drunk and sing here ah, yeah. I'm on boom, boom, boom So get in your car, make it go Vroom, vroom, vroom There's a dance for up in my living room vroom,
5: vroom,
0: vroom, vroom I hope you can hear soon Oh, come on, it's my new favorite song <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, funny. I love it Here's what I'm going to say it will for sure be in the Friday morning dance party <laughs> this week. I'll put it in. That's my new favorite song, though. Dude, that's good.
3: Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom,
0: boom. So Dang. Dang, Aaron Goodman. Lonely drum. I'll tell you what. Get him in next. Maybe we can get him in next week to come play this song, too. Yes. He's in the dance party this week. I'll mix him in. And then maybe we get him in the studio next week. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. Huh? And
1: yeah. he brought cookies?
0: Boom. Well, he sent them up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yum. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I'm gonna go find
1: them. Bro- yum, boom, yum, yum.
0: <laughs> okay, Aaron Goodman, you got yourself a date. <laughs> the Bobby Bone Show. Like that right there. The Bobby Bone Show. That jingle? Yeah. Who was that? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I have to listen to that again. I know that's the game because people always go, who was that? And heck, I don't know who that was. Just from that one. The Bobby Bone Show. Maybe it was me. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't I you. So. so I'm gonna play you the isolated <laughs> vocals of people recording jingles for us. We just have to name who it is. I'm gonna play two, because I don't I didn't know who that was. Alright, ready everybody? Yeah, yep. ready. Yep. Here's number one.
5: This is the Bobby Bone Show.
0: I've got that one. Yeah, I got that. Will you play it one more time, please?
5: This is the Bobby Bone Show.
0: Mm-hmm. Lunchbox's eyes are wide.
6: He doesn't have it. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's one. Of t- it's one or two people. Amy, do you have it?
1: I I have two. We'll just keep score then. We want to eliminate people. Okay. 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 Thank you.
0: okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. On the count of three, say it. One, two, three. Maddie Runaway and June. Tay. Okay, so oh wow. Amy,
1: I heard three people. No,
0: I almost, I, I, Amy,
6: I had Runaway June. That was the other option. Thank I, you. I couldn't Wait, decide.
0: It's Maddie and Tay, right? right? Okay, Eddie and I yeah, got Maddie a point. and Tay. You two said what'd you say? I said nope. Maddie
6: and Tay, but I that was what I was the debating the debating between was <laughs> mm-hmm. runaway June. You got it right, Bones. You got it right. Okay. <laughs>
0: he fought after he got it
6: right. <laughs> I was just telling Amy like, don't feel bad. Like we that's where you. I was. I was. I was like, we man, that sounded you. like three it's people. So
1: comforting. Yeah, if I feel <laughs> who are you? I feel the support. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Hey, well, you
6: know a new what, life. Amy?
0: It feels good not to be in last place. Okay, there he is. That was Maddie and Tay. Okay, here is the next one.
1: This is
3: the Bobby Bone show. Whoa. I in.
0: No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm in. Wow. Cause I thought I knew who it was me at first, too. but then it got like a little too like perfect. Like B- Christina Aguilera. B- I'm, I'm with Whoa. you on
3: this. A little yeah. too perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. This is the Bobby Bone show. Oh, yeah. I I got actually, it. That
5: changed
0: my answer.
3: I mean it's so know, easy. I know who it
0: is. The the first part of it sounds just like John Party to me. I'm willing to bet what? that
2: they Oh
1: I never even what? thought that. What John of him. Party? Oh, no. I'm willing to
0: bet one of them gets it wrong. Well, well I might month. miss it too. But, How much? But that,
1: Let me hear play, the beginning it again. Just
0: play the whole thing again.
3: This is the Bobby Bone show. I mean, that's, I mean. Oh, now
0: I be, hear John It Party may not be beginning. John, but I hear the, his kind of nasal thing. Yeah. I thought it was John
2: at first. I just have so to wait. wait. I, I, I didn't put John. I'm telling okay, you that. I put John Party.
1: Okay, I put Jimmy Allen.
2: It's yeah. 100% Jimmy Allen. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> when you smile. Whoa!
2: Will
3: you play it again? This is the Bobby Bones Show. I hear Jimmy
6: now,
2: but yeah. I heard John
3: parties. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Dang,
6: good job, guys. Nice, dude. Yeah, Eddie, you owe him five bucks. Thank you.
1: Okay. Did you, Eddie, didn't you say, I Yes, Yes, I, I bet one of them be
6: wrong. Yeah. wrong. wrong. I, mean, I
3: missed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. next one up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. What?
6: <laughs> Who is that? What's
2: that's someone up? that's
3: been here. This is the Bobby Bones Show.
6: I'm in. You are. I got it
0: 100%. I have one guess.
3: What? This is the Bobby Bones Show.
0: Okay, is everybody in? No! No, no okay. i not. Write your answer down. I'll tell you why I guessed who I guessed. Everybody up?
1: Guess. Uh, this is not the right person. Amy? Monko Brown. It's oh. not right.
2: Lunchbox? Shy Carter. Eddie? That's weird. No, Scotty McCreary, which oh. is wrong.
0: No! I hear Morgan Wallen. On the Bobby Bo- that that part, I hear Morgan Wallen.
2: Wow, I think you got it.
0: Hit it again. This is the Bobby Bones show. You got it. That oh. Bobby Bones, it sounds like his effect in songs. Oh. Hmm. The answer is? I'm
3: going need some Oh, wow. I hear it now. Good
0: job, Bones. I guess, are we all even on score, Mike? Or are we Ugh. just to give up on keeping score because we've been all over the place? I Amy's mean, I'm, down one. Okay, I'm losing. Dang. Okay, let's do another one. one chance to win.
3: This is the Bobby Bone Show. Huh? I'm in. This is the Bobby mm. Bone Show. I have it now. I'm only ever hearing
0: one note in these things that I didn't oh. because of a song. I, I don't hear this one at all. Do it again. This is the Bobby Bone uh, Show. For me, it's the his Like listen to that. This is that to me is where I hear him in songs.
3: This is the Bobby Bone Show.
1: Okay. I mean, it kind of sounds the way he
6: talks. I'm crumbling. Lunchbox, what do you have? Brett Eldridge. Not what wow. I have. I know it's not right. I, I have, have no a Brett,
1: who. but I have Brett Young. Mm-mm. I'm like, what is he?
0: I think it's yours. You know, Russell Dickerson. Oh, Russell. I think. Oh man. Yeah, Eddie, who
1: now do you now have? I hear it. I
0: have Russell Dickerson.
1: Will you play okay. the clip
3: again? This is the Bobby Bones yes, show.
1: It's right. like, I'm yours. Totally, that's him. That's it. Thank God I'm yours. Wait, Eddie, and you were like, what's his name? Yeah. He was just on the show Friday. That's why
2: I was embarrassed. And he opened
0: it. for us, or played as the main supporter. That's
2: why I can't believe I said that out loud.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do one more.
3: This is the Bobby Bone show.
0: Yes, I hear you. I do not hear them. I hear you. I know who you are. What's the score? <clears throat> Eddie and I are tied. Yeah, okay. I don't know who that is.
3: This is the Bobby Bone show. I'm
0: going to tell you this, Eddie. If you get this, you win.
2: Dude, I know who it is. Like I I, I hear him. I know who it, I can even see his face kind of. Can I hear okay. it one more time?
5: Yeah.
0: This is like Bobby Bone Show. Got it. You, if you have it, you win. I'll go first. Because I have no idea I'm gonna say my friend Quinn Grovey. <laughs> <laughs> Was Quinn recorded one. <laughs> Who's that? Know, boy. Hey, Coach all does a podcast now. Oh uh, Quinn Grovey. Uh Amy. Zach Brown. Lunchbox? Shy Carter.
6: Shy Carter Wait, you're just hanging on huh <laughs> hey, that guy came in here didn't he can he sing <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah, that's true exactly for the
2: win Eddie you guys he's been here plenty of times Jordan Davis I... will you play the clip again
0: this is the Bobby yeah. Bone show I said... still even though you're saying it I don't know oh, it I hear it, hear I
1: hear it, hear it. I but, hear but it. you may I be right it. yeah 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 oh man come on
2: guys
0: that's it
1: nice, nice win it Eddie I'm gonna be the but first he did kind of sound like Shy Carter baby. a little
0: bit. Baby. No. I'm um, being told we do have a Shy Carter clip, though.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, good. Oh, I would not hear it. Dang it. Why
5: are you
0: guys waiting until I already guessed it three times, man? <laughs> Here. I could have been winning this thing. Um, Because we have a whole... We have a whole other game that we Ugh. could do this later in a month or so. <laughs> well,
1: you got to play the Shy Carter okay, one.
0: Okay, here is, a, a fr- Raimondo says they have a Shy Carter one. Go ahead.
1: This is
3: the Bobby Bone show. Hey, everybody roll uh, on the radio. Having fun, baby. It's the Bobby Bone show.
1: Oh, okay. You yeah. wouldn't have gotten that at yeah. Shy Carter. <laughs> yeah, they got that one. They got that one right. who else would it be? Because it's know. like so joyful. and. Like,
6: uh, that's what I thought those other ones were, joyful and...
0: Hey, play Eddie's theme song. He's a big
6: winner.
5: There he is. Nice
3: job, Eddie.
2: Hey.
0: Thank you, Bones. Hey. Okay. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Josh Grayson. Josh, how are you, bud? I'm doing well, man. How are you? It's been... I guess a month and a half since I've seen you. Congratulations again, by the way. Thanks, man. So what happened was, just for those at home that are playing the home version of this game, is that my wife loves Josh Grayson. When she she said she was going to create a new Highwayman, she put Josh Grayson in it. (laughs) (laughs) And she would always sing his songs. And once I put on Instagram of Caitlin singing one of his songs, and he replied back. And I said, you know, it would be really cool to have Josh Grayson surprise her. So it's kind of hard to find. We emailed, and we finally tracked you down. And Josh showed up at our rehearsal dinner and played. And everybody was, it was like, so holy oh, cool. crap. It, it was so awesome. cool, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> there was so much going on, and, and I thanked you. But I just, you know, publicly, like, you didn't have to do that. We didn't pay you. You know, it, I just was so grateful that you would show up and, and do that for us because it was really special to her. So, again, on a public stage here, I just really appreciate that.
7: No problem. I appreciate you all thinking of me, and I'm glad I could uh, help out
0: comes out he plays we're all singing along it's a good moment huh <laughs> it
7: was so that fun. was great <laughs> yeah
0: so I was thinking about you because you were a marine mm-hmm. and then you got into music mm-hmm. and I, and I think like Craig Morgan was in the service before he got into music
7: mm-hmm.
0: when you were in the Marines were you playing music.
7: Uh, actually, I, I was here and there, and and uh, you know, it's 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 kind of like an unspoken thing. Really, you don't know how the guys are going to take it when you're in the barracks or anything like else like that. But I guess in boot camp, it kind of started when uh, things were kind of really hard and people were kind of missing home and stuff like that I I was uh, they kind of caught me singing just to kind of calm myself down and the next thing you know I would be asked to sing like at the end of the night while everyone was laying in their rack trying to get to sleep and calm down and so that's what you know I would do pretty much the rest of uh, boot camp and it just kind of snowballed into there as far as uh Intertwined with the military.
0: Did they get you a guitar, or did you just sing a cappella? Like the it was the just whole time. A, it was just
7: a cappella the whole time. Like it, it, I, I grew up I, I grew up out, outside of Detroit, so I, I learned how to sing off Motown music, R and B, oldies music, and then I got into country music at a at a very young age. And up there in Michigan, you know, in the mid nineties, before it really kind of took off, it was kind of a different thing. But uh, so I would sing like you know like the Boys to Men stuff and and things like that uh, in the in the barracks until uh, it kind of transitioned. And, and more people started telling me they wanted some country stuff. So,
0: did you get like a singing nickname? Like, all right, singing boy. <laughs> or, all right, Johnny singer. Like, did you have a mil- like a singing
7: nickname in the military? Uh, not in the military, to be honest with you. But one of the things that uh, my former label used to do to kind of embarrass me because they know that uh, I don't like like attention, like like immediate attention like that in public is every time i used to go somewhere radio stuff I used to say the singing marine and used to open the doors and like just say that really really loud so i guess that'd probably be the only nickname attached to that as a singing marine so. but
0: they wouldn't call you that while you're in the marines because then you're just <laughs>
7: exactly <the> singing <laughs> us yeah, exactly yeah. there you go
0: i do want to talk about your new single in a second but if you wouldn't mind mm-hmm. and i know we asked you to do this at the at the rehearsal would you give us a verse and a chorus of Nothing to Lose. Yeah. It's just, let me tell you. Come on. I can't keep up just trying to sing along with it because it's so <laughs> fast. And it's just like, ba 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 There have to be times where sometimes you get off track and you just start making stuff, making up sounds.
7: Does that ever happen? <laughs> or you pretty much you know got what? it? You I, I usually do this song. Um, I usually do this song at the end of the show uh, because everyone's drunk by the time they get there so they don't realize if I've messed up any of the words or not but I you know what that's the one song that surprisingly I have not messed up any of the words well I'll I'll be dang because my grandma
0: would say here he is Josh Grayson give us a verse and of course here we go this is nothing to lose
3: Noon down, 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 sort of time, downtime, breakdowns from time to time, many times. She was looking pretty fine, real light, green light. Go on fire, i downtown. She was shaking me all around. I'm shooting, in, going nowhere, second shaking Jones and Drill and feeling good if you would. Oh yeah, by the way, she moved. She's got me rolling, turning, no, I do sure. Break a breaker one night, she's a big old third. Even by now, she's got me pretty tied up, tied down, any way I choose. I've got nothing to lose. There it is, see? Just that part alone
0: right there, I'll be like, what? You should have seen Lunchbox's face. He was like,
3: whoa. (laughs) Can you
0: do that much slower? Like, could you slow it way down and almost (laughs) do it as a ballad?
3: Go ahead, here we go. It was new town, downtown, break time, summertime, build a time, anytime. Any time. She was looking pretty fine, red light, green light, go on, fight 'em. South downtown, she was shaking me all around. I was tuned in, going nowhere, sinking when Jones and drooling, feeling good if you want. <laughs> Even that fun. is fast and
0: hard to do. Even the slow version. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, you mentioned, and I mentioned, too, that you're working on new music. You have this new single. I'm going to play uh, some of Love Like right now.
3: I never had a love like midnight, a hometown final over Carolina, summer under streetlights. Feels like an old school Chevy on a two-linked South curious
0: because you wrote the song Mm -hmm. when you go into the room with these other guys you know was it this idea when it was brought in if it was by you or, or are these guys like how does this come up in the room and how did you guys settle on this song
7: well it was funny as we came in we started writing I've never written with Parker Casey or, or Greg before and, and so it came in the room and it's kind of intimidating you know uh, getting, in the, getting in the you never know what somebody's going to think of you and it's songwriting is actually really intimidating because you know you always don't want to throw out something that everybody looks at you like okay that's you know that's not we're not going to go with that so but they were really cool and, and we sat down and, and uh, started strumming some chord progressions I sang a little bit They sang a little bit and we kind of meshed the melodies and started writing the lyrics. And then um, I got what you never want happened in a a songwriting uh, situation. I I was in the middle of a lot of things going on at my time in in life, and I had a really important phone call that just kept blowing up my phone blowing my phone i walked out and i literally was maybe gone for like five ten minutes at most and i came back and they're like hey yeah we got the chorus done i was like holy crap (laughs) you know (laughs) glad i got glad i got some parts in as far as the uh as far as the verse and the melody and stuff like that but no they were a great bunch of uh of writers and and uh we did a real quick um you know i guess they call living room demo and it kind of took off from there so, and right now you guys can stream Love Like. It's Josh's new single. Can you,
0: because you're so good live, and I know we just heard heard the, the, the track there, but I think our listeners like to hear someone play their song. Yeah. So would you mind playing this little verse and chorus of Love Like?
5: Yeah.
3: No, absolutely. You got that fire like Georgia's sun got the heat. You got that sway like Marvin, yeah, get out the beat. You yeah, give me that happy hour feeling every day of the week. Girl, you got it all. Yeah, you got me, yeah, you got me. Yeah. I never had a love like midnight. A Motown out over love, kettle out of summer on the street, fees like and old school Chevy on lane South Friday and crazy. Day, true, never had a love lack like, love like, love like you, a love like you. Oh,
0: that's good. Dude, you sound great. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Dang, listen, uh, da- stream that song here. Uh, History repeats. Play a little clip of that. Yeah. Oh, you want to, uh, heck, you want to play it? I saw you grab your guitar. I, I uh, no, I
7: mean, I thought I didn't know. If you, uh, if you guys want to play a clip of that, that's... that's
0: what would great. you rather do? Would you rather play a little bit for us and showcase that fine voice of yours? <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs>
7: oh, this one's a little hard, but okay. I'll Okay, anyway. just give us
0: a little bit of it. Okay.
7: <laughs> All right. You guys are testing me early in the morning. Or early in the morning for an artist, anyways, I guess you'd say.
3: Well, I know how this goes, I know how it ends Showing up at your front door like we're just friends You'll take my coat, we'll start talking on the couch You'll ask about her, see it didn't work out then i staying too long It's 1 a.m. I should be gone But don't blame it on the night Don't blame it on us You Don't blame it on the wine Cause it, it ain't strong enough I won't blame it on you If you don't blame it on me Yeah, oh, oh, oh. let's blame it on history Cause history repeats I mean, color me
0: impressed (laughs) I knew you could sing
2: So good, man But
0: I mean, you're 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 annihilating it
7: Thank you, I appreciate that I'm
0: glad that we didn't play the clip Holy crap, Uh, Josh Grayson is here just whooping these songs, man, and I know we're just gonna do nothing to lose. Do you know all your songs? Like, are you like, yeah, I know them all, no problem.
7: Uh, you know, I, I don't. I wish I did. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, if I were to go, you know, I want to live,
7: right? Because uh-huh. since that was a top five song for you, do you know I want to live? I, I do not. You know why? Because I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Go ahead. I'm a big monkey when it comes to hitting the hitting the guitar, and I like I like to play all this stuff and. I, I, t- I self-taught myself or I taught myself how to play guitar uh, I think like 19 years old when I was in college um, so I definitely know how to play like all the stuff while I'm singing and everything but that song has got so many intricate rhythms if I sit there and I try to play the rhythm <laughs> and sing at the same time that's not going to work out for me <laughs> what is your
0: favorite song if you're at somebody's house and like
7: uh-huh.
0: you, you go with a buddy and they're like this is Josh Grayson country star Josh and they're like oh you play and they give you a guitar and they're like mm-hmm. play us something what, what, like, what cover song do you go to first?
7: At oh a party, my gosh! At a party, well, see, I'm a sucker for ballads, so those don't go over very well. Oh, at a party. come on! <laughs> like,
0: what's your ballad? What is? Because I also hear that soul in your voice too. Because uh-huh. like, I can definitely hear the country, but I do hear like the Motown influence soul.
7: Let's how to remember. play
3: this one. When the rain is blowing in your face. And the whole world is on your case Nah, no, that's yeah. <laughs> <Can't get it. laughs> uh, no,
7: but uh, I usually do a lot of, uh... No, I, I, I can do this one. Hold
3: on. Desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding fences for so long now. You're hard won, but I know that you got your reasons. These things that aren't pleasing you can hurt you somehow. Don't you play the queen of diamonds, boy? She'll beat you if she's able. You know the Queen of Hearts is always your best bet. And it sets me some fine things have been laid upon your table, but you only want the ones you can get. So, Desperado.
0: Hey, dude, you're so good. So you got these two new songs out now. Like, Mm -hmm. what's the goal? Are you you trying to put out a full record? Do you want to?
7: Yeah, uh, actually, we're we're looking for uh, end of October, uh, middle of November uh, to to release an album. Uh, It's always one of those things where you write a bunch of stuff and and you kind of want to wait to see if you, uh, you know, write that just that one thing that might hit you and being the fact that uh you know i've got my own label got investor and and i kind of make my own music we can go out a drop of a hat and go and record uh, what we want to and uh i've got so many good friends still in nashville that kind of believe in me and, and believe in what i'm doing and, and think that uh you know it get things really going again and and uh so much so that uh, actually we're getting ready to record a song that uh, morgan wallen was gracious enough to let me cut, uh, something that he wrote, a song called Taking You. So there's a lot of great things happening a lot of good things going on.
0: Well, I believe in you. When you get that, that record ready or that song ready, call me up absolutely we'll put you on again we'll talk about it
7: absolutely we'll, this this time i'll know how to play a little bit more songs on the hey, spot hey,
0: look, <laughs> listen we never put people on the spot that we're not impressed by i can tell you no one ever comes in and they suck and i'm like we'll do this <laughs> <laughs> we only do that with people who are like holy crap we're, we're <laughs> okay. actually entertained. that's really good so uh thank you for coming in you guys follow josh at josh grayson g-r-a-c-i-n check out Uh, Love Like, check out History Repeats. I mean, he played a verse and chorus here. Obviously, he's great live. And when you get that record ready, you let me know. Absolutely. All right, there he is. Josh Grayson, everybody.
3: It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: So there's a guy named Ron. He's a professor at Cornell University. He was living with end-stage renal disease. He had been on dialysis for five years to give him more time with his family. 75 years old, he says... You know, he was giving up on getting that new kidney that he just wasn't getting. And then he got a call. He said, hey, we had a donor come forward. The donor wanted to remain anonymous. But he was like, let me know who they are. Like, he begged them. That's when he got a message from his coworker of seven years, who's an associate professor at Cornell. His name is Adam Seth Litwin. Adam wanted to donate his kidney. But at first, he wasn't allowed because he wasn't healthy enough. So he spent two years, as this guy was going through the five years of dialysis, improving his health in order to donate his kidney. He improved his diet. He stabilized his blood sugar. He lost 25 pounds, all while trying to get approval for transplant. Finally got approval, was able to give him the transplant. (laughs) Dang, that's a double, like, dedication. It's not even just that the donation... The donation is the biggest part, but the guy spent two years... Getting
1: ready. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a crazy story. Good on you, Adam Seth Litwin. That... I mean, and he's just an associate professor at Cornell.
3: Don't you bump him up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you give him a little promotion?
0: Uh, that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go talk to Michael in Manhattan, Kansas. Michael, what's up, man? Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, Bobby. Uh, my wife and
4: I, uh, we went to your body test on Sunday night. First of all, fantastic. I really hope you guys do it again. Uh, it was a great show. Thank you. With everybody that performs um no i wanted to say thank you to you and eddie um i caught eddie's eye in the crowd and i tossed him uh our baby onesie that my wife and i made because we're about to have a newborn and it's a future beekeeper on it and i just wanted to say thank you because i didn't get to say thank you to you guys at the show
0: no i appreciate that and what a weekend of shows i will play you in a little bit Raymundo performing Kid Rock Cowboy in Texas. Amazing. And Abby performing Heads Carolina, Tails, California in Kansas. Because we had a special show appearance each night. Yeah. So I'll play you that audio coming up in a minute. But, I mean, we had a great couple of days. Thousands and thousands of people. It's unbelievable. And just thank you. And, Michael, thank you for that call, man. I hope you had a, a great time.
5: We certainly did. appreciate it
2: so
0: much. All right, buddy. Let's do the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big
1: Stories.
0: I got three good ones today. The first one is a man was caught trying to smuggle 350 pounds of meat over the Texas border. Hmm. U.S. border authorities confiscated the meat from a man attempting to smuggle the goods over the border. They discovered the haul around 6 a.m. The guy, 20, was carrying 320 pounds of pork bologna and 30 pounds of turkey ham. In the back seat of a 2012 Honda Odyssey. You I would just think it'd be a truck or something and <laughs> yeah. it'd be hidden. Honda Odyssey. Like basically it's just sitting in the back seat with a seatbelt over <laughs> it. A border agent ordered a secondary inspection due to the driver's negative declaration of carrying foods because he could see the
1: meat in the back seat. You got new food.
0: <laughs> Eddie is someone who grew up at the border. Yes. And you had to cross the border a bunch. Yes. What's the deal with crossing the border with stuff? Do most people just get through because they don't get checked, or does everybody get checked? So to
2: go to Mexico, no problem. I mean, they don't care what you take in there. America doesn't care what you're taking to Mexico. Coming back into America from Mexico, it's high security. And it, it does start with a question. Do you want to declare anything? First, are you U.S. citizens? Yes, great. Are you bringing anything from Mexico? Then you have to tell them what you have. If you don't and they suspect something, they're like, go into stall number four, please, and they just check your entire vehicle.
0: Sometimes, though, if you play it so cool, do they not suspect anything? You do sneak stuff in.
2: Sometimes, what we would do as kids, because we weren't supposed to be going over there as like high school kids, we would put on like you know nice, uh, easy listening music and be like, duh, 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 duh. we're good kids. You yes. play
0: Michael Bolton while driving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, that way they're just like, oh, these guys are cool. They're no problem.
0: But what were you smuggling
2: back? Nothing. Just we were just drinking over there.
1: Oh, and you. Weren't and we wanna, yeah, we ha- didn't want
2: to. Yeah, we didn't want to do all have that.
1: Have you ever smuggled food? It's nerve-wracking. What are you talking wow. about? Why are you smuggling I have to Haiti. I've taken, like, lemons. You have to declare it, and I don't. And they ask me, do you have anything? But I really didn't want them to take my lemons. So I'm like, no, I'm good. And then I start sweating because I'm like, what if they bust me for my lemons? Because it's against the law. But I made
0: it. Amy goes, you ever keys a to cell phone into a prison? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next story. If you go over to Cameo... You'll see all these people that are like, I'll cut a video for you, and and I'll say your friend's name, and it'll cost you this much money. They have now released the top five most popular TV stars for Cameo. Now, this is most videos done. And so I'd- it's not most money made, because some of the videos are still pretty cheap. William Hung from American Idol at number five. Wow. He, she bangs, she bangs. Fun fact, Eddie and I first met ever at a William Hung... Event. That's right. We brought him in for the radio station, and Eddie was doing news there.
1: Crazy.
2: I was there to interview William Hung, but he wasn't available, so I interviewed Bobby.
0: <laughs> As William Hung. <laughs> Next best. No. <laughs> um, number four, Larry Thomas, who is the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. Oh, funny. 80 bucks. Number three, now this guy makes more money than the rest because he charges so much, but in number of videos made, Brian Baumgartner, Kevin Malone from The Office. Good one. Josh Sussman from Glee and Wizards of Waverly Place. I don't Morgan.
1: Only one I don't know. Do you
0: know who Josh Sussman is?
1: Yeah, no, for sure I do.
0: I'm looking at a picture of him. He kind of has Bob Ross hair.
1: Yeah, he was really popular on that show. Yeah.
0: Number one, Ed Big Ed Brown from 90 Day Fiance.
1: Okay, I've never heard of him.
0: Sixty nine dollars.
1: No, of course.
0: Yeah. People love that 90 Day Fiance show. So much so, where I go, man, should, should I even get into
1: this? <laughs> what do they do? I don't, they're.
0: Unless someone watches it, I don't want to speak wrongly on it. But isn't it where they get someone from another country that comes in and they have 90 days? Ray, you have to watch 90 Day Fiancé. Of all the shows, we watch, watch a lot of garbage, but definitely not that one. <laughs> Mike, what's the premise of 90 Day Fiancé, if you'll look that up for me? Because I think that long distance relationships have challenges that are difficult to overcome. But if considered the distance traveled is halfway around the world, and a couple had 90 days to decide whether the courtship should conclude with marriage, that's the situation. So that's what I heard. They come from other countries, and you can't just get married mm. and get oh. someone a green card or get oh. someone a citizenship. Crazy that not one of us has watched that I show. I know, and it's a massive show, and it also shows well, you, obviously. regardless how massive it is, everything is still cut into mm-hmm. such small sections now. Uh, finally in the news... And I only bring this up because we talked about it a long time ago, but Lil Uzi Vert is a rapper who had a jewel placed in his forehead. Now, here's some of his music. He had a $24 million rock embedded in his forehead. He saved for years, and it's a pink gemstone, $24 million embedded into his forehead.
1: I mean, why would he do that?
0: We talked about this on the show. I
1: know, but still, I'm like, people will chop your head off.
0: Well, oh, what no. happened was he jumped into the crowd at a, fia- at, a at a festival. Oh, Somebody no. Somebody tried to get it. Mm. So Lil Luzi Vert says the pink diamond he had implanted in his forehead got dislodged when he jumped into the <gasps> crowd at Rolling oh. Loud. He said that his idea wasn't foolproof because he did a stage dive and the fans ripped it right out of his forehead. What? The good news, he didn't suffer any serious facial damage and has a barbell piercing in its place. And yes, he does have the diamond back. It's re-implanted now. But it is a rock right up in between his eyes.
1: It's like that superhero.
0: But do you have to cut out some bone? Because it's not like, mm-hmm. unless you're just taping it. <laughs> right, you have to put it in there.
1: Oh, I was thinking they would just pierce in some ways to secure it, and then you clip it into the piercings.
0: You're thinking on a far different level. You're in 2025 right now, and I'm in like 8, 1987. <laughs> Mike, which do you think it is? Do you think that they clipped it like Amy said, or did they cut some bone, if you had to guess? I mean, it kind of looks like it just fell out.
1: But but how is it secured in? Like, how does it even stay there? Gorilla glue?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes in those late night infomercials, they're like, look. We've strapped this baby to the top of the ledge of a ten-story building. Now, will the gorilla glue hold? And I'm like, "Oh, come on, this is gonna be crazy right now." And then the baby just dangles safely. It looks believable. It's crazy. Anyway, he had a 24 million dollar stone in his head. It came out. How did they get that? Yeah, who gave it back? There's no chance. Because
1: they're fans. I mean, (laughs) okay. Uh, If you're a fan, you. I just don't.
0: I don't jump into a crowd with a diamond on my finger like that. Much less my head. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's
1: Big Stories.
0: All right, playback time of the weekend. Raymundo went up on stage at Bobby Fest in Texas, and he had begged, can I please do cowboy in front of the thousands of people that were going to be there? And Raimundo was a bit nervous. He says he wasn't. Will you admit now you were a bit nervous? Sure, if you want to say that, but I mean... We do this every day where we're on microphones and mm-hmm. we talk to people. Different. I don't
2: get, well, very different.
0: You've got thousands of people in front of the stage. You're live. People's eyeballs are on you. We're live now. Everyone there said he was very nervous. His wife was like, I've never seen him so nervous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why doesn't he so just, why say just say it? it? I don't know. I don't and he know. went
0: out and checked and he bombed it hard. <laughs> oh, Didn't get a single word right. Was but like, not nervous. <laughs> and so, you know, it's showtime. We've started the show oh, and the Raging no. Idiots are playing. We're probably six or seven songs into our set. And I'm like, all right, time for Ray Mundo. And the crowd, new level. Ah, cheers. Ray comes out. Yeah. The crowd goes, yeah. And so then we hit it. And here is Kid Rock Cowboy as performed <laughs> by Ray Mundo live on stage. <laughs> What's up, Texas? Let's go. Come on, baby. came out and he nailed it. Yeah. Good job. He did, the, the primetime lights came on and Raymundo became the primetime guy. I tell you what, it's hard to find that beat, man, when you're nailed live. On it. Stage. And I Nailed it. And you know, I thought I would give him help because I would just jump on words with him to kind of, but he didn't need it.
2: Nah, he was on it.
0: And you'd hear me go, da da da, and he was, already, he was on the word. And you, you couldn't have done better. Well, I did want to go on stage to prove to people how hard it is to sing and be on beat. And I think I proved that because it was very difficult. I did everything I could to hold my hand in my ear. It was not easy. He was doing the thing like Christina Aguilar does when she's in a studio where she's got her, her finger in her ear. Yeah. He's like, ah. but he crushed it. Yeah. Love it. it. It was so bad in rehearsal. <laughs> we were worried. <laughs> but the lights came on and so did Raymundo. It was great. Nailed it. Crowd loved it. The next night, we go to Kansas. We're in Wichita. And phone screener Abby. It was her birthday, too. Abby, were you nervous before performing in front of thousands of people?
1: I actually really wasn't. I was just more excited.
0: Now, was a little bit of you wanting to prove Lunchbox wrong because he said you couldn't sing? Yes. And
1: I want to right now. (laughs) Like, he needs to stop. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I'm just, like, I, I'm so
6: nervous. Like, I mean, I oh worry, I'm worried that the crowd's going to cheer for her, but it's a pity cheer because it's
0: her birthday. And that's what I'm worried about right now. Oh, what? Well, Abby went out on stage. She seemed very comfortable, right, Eddie? Oh, yeah, very she comfortable. She nailed it in rehearsal where she was right on. It was oh, the opposite of oh, Ray. We're oh, like, great. wow, Abby's ready to go. And so, same time, like six songs into the set in Kansas on Sunday. Our band starts to play, and we're playing Heads Carolina Tells California. Then Abby comes out, and here she is in her hometown on her birthday. It's about a minute of Heads Carolina Tells California. sounded great you sounded great thank you what what can you say about that uh, I felt like in the middle, it got a little in it, the middle. Now he's no, no, nitpicking a live
6: performance. No, not a
2: judge right it, now. It got
0: a
6: little bit there, but it, it was a great song because then the crowd sings with you. So even if you do sound a little pitchy or like no. you don't, you're not as good at the runs, oh, they boy. don't notice because they're singing with you. So it was a great song choice. Now she sounded good too. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: no, like I love on. that Ray and Abby. They were just up there living their best lives.
5: I
0: looked at Abby and she tried to run off stage when she was finishing her part of the song. I was like, no, stay out here. And let the crowd, like, cheer for you. Like, feel the love. And the crowd was like, ah. And Abby started crying.
5: oh She was so moved by it. And it <laughs> was emotional. They were chanting my name. They were like, and they were like, Abby, <laughs> Abby, yeah.
0: Abby. It was There's awesome. A That's
1: so sweet.
0: Was it, a, was it a cool moment for you?
1: Uh, yes. It was amazing. I was like, the adrenaline, I was bouncing off. I was literally bouncing off the stage. Like, it was crazy. I was, like, jumping up and down. It was so fun.
0: Are you reconsidering your career path?
1: I want to no, be a singer. No, no,
6: I want to be a singer no, now. No, no, <laughs> nah. Bobby, you see, Bobby, okay, what you are is your... Chase your dreams! No, Bobby, what? You are, you, she's old enough to be honest with her that she shouldn't chase her dreams. <laughs> like, you know how those parents, like, take their kids to try out for American Idol. It's like, you know they're not good enough, but you still take them. Just
0: tell her, hey, it was a good job, but don't chase her dream. Well, I thought you did a great job. I hope your birthday was awesome. And I think, listen, if you want to work this show and you're doing, you're producing Chuck Wiggs podcast and you still want to go sing a little bit... Don't let anybody tell you you ain't good. Okay. You do what you want to do.
5: Yeah. Whatever fills your that. cup. Okay.
0: Great job, Raymundo. Thanks, Great job, Abby. Yeah. You guys really killed it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> A Louisiana woman and 911 dispatcher is currently wanted by authorities in New Orleans after allegedly fielding several emergency calls and then hanging up on people in need of assistance.
1: Oh, man. Oh, no. Not cool.
0: She's 25. She stands accused of malfeasance in office and interfering with an emergency communication for allegedly disconnecting calls without gathering the requisite information. But the weird thing is, why is she on the run yeah. for that? Did she go to prison for this? I would think this wouldn't be a prison charge except for now that you're on the run. Now it's going to be prison. Now enough of it could be pri- And then why is she hanging up on people? Like, yeah. And I don't know, I'm just going go to go where my mind spirals. If you know the person that's doing the wrong to the person that's calling, that would be a reason. Dude, that's next yeah. level thinking and that's... Wow. Whoa. I mean... She is at large and has a warrant out for her arrest on both charges.
1: I'm sure it's an overwhelming job, so maybe sometimes she's overwhelmed, so she just <laughs> if hangs If you're up.
0: overwhelmed by this job, yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah. this job.
1: Exactly. I think that now we know she can't do this job. What Wild. was she charged with? Malfeasance?
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Malfeasance. Malfeasance. <laughs> oh. I mean, Amy, Amy's now Googling the word malfeasance. <laughs> well, because
1: I want to know like why that's, why she will go to jail or what? I don't know.
0: What What is, what is your search? It's
1: where you, um, malfeasance, the willful, inappropriate action or intentional, incorrect action or advice. And you're, you're, you're in, you could injure a party. I mean, the thing is people's lives are in danger and they're at risk if they're calling 911 potentially. And you're hanging up on them. Like you, you could be the reason someone lives or dies.
0: That's true. I agree. Don't yell at Mal me. You're yelling at me. <laughs> Amy's right now taking all her anger out on me.
1: Malfeasness. I, I,
0: just, I just had never heard of someone on the run or getting in trouble because they would hang up 911 calls. I
1: mean, Lunchbox has important calls to make and we need someone to answer.
0: Yeah. There was a story about um, a woman is so scared by a spider that she screams and then the police came because of her blood curdling scream. Oh, wow. Because when you hear a scream, obviously you're like, what happened? Where is that story? So they go to her house, and they're like, no problem. She just saw a spider. But it made Lunchbox remember his first ever 911 call, because that's his thing. He loved to call 911, was when someone screamed. I was a sophomore in college, and I
6: just thought of it when I read this story. And in the middle of the night, I heard the woman next door screaming, And so I called (laughs) 911, and the police knocked on her door. And I don't ever know what happened because I never really talked to her the next day. But the police came, knocked on the door, talked to her, and left. But it was like 3 a.m. when she was screaming, and I remember calling 911. And that story right there made me, man. That's when my 911 love. You know, happen. That's when it began. That's when I opened a whole
0: new Pandora's box.
1: I wish we could find her. Like, where are they now? The right. 911 victims of All Lunchbox? All of them. <laughs> yes.
0: Through his life? Yeah. Uh, let's go over and talk to Charlie in West Virginia, who's on the phone. Hey, Charlie, appreciate you calling. What's going on, buddy?
4: Yeah, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Yeah, I just want to say what a great job that Ramundo did and Abby. And um, I just uh, want to challenge Lunchbox. What do you have to cojones?
5: Saying what's love got to do with it off on stage? Oh, yeah. Yeah. he, he, heard of he would he
0: do it, but he yeah. he's a guy who can't do, but tells others they can't do. No, no, no,
6: no, no. Here's the thing: I don't claim that I'm a singer, but I'll get up and sing if you want me to get up and no, sing no, on the stage. I don't point. give a.
0: No one's asking you to sing, but you're right. telling Abby she can't sing when you can't sing. Right, right. But I don't
6: claim to be a singer. Abby says she's a singer, and that's what she was going to do for a career. And I was just, le- but I'm she just telling. Didn't her, do it as a career. Right. I was just letting you know the truth. She wasn't going to do it as a career. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, thank you. And you know she wouldn't. Yeah, we've heard Lunchbox singing. <laughs> and he can't carry a tune in a
7: 10-gallon bucket. That's there you right. have it. You got him. You
0: got no argument there. <laughs> All right.
7: <laughs> I mean, like, what?
0: Tanya, who is calling us from Alabama. Tanya, what's going on?
4: Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Well, I had just called to tell Abby that I thought she did an amazing job. And
0: Lunchbox is just a hater. That's true. He is just a hater. Um, thank you for that call. We got a lot of calls about Bobby Fest this weekend. Our goal, because it was quite successful, is to do it again next year in different places. Woo. Maybe the same places, too. But it was just it was great. We had so many great at. Russell Dickerson, his live show is so, so good. So good, yeah. If you get a chance to see Russell Dickerson, and he played before us, and we're like, well, great. Now what do we do? Right. <laughs>
2: He's got so much energy. So
0: much energy. He had a big lighting rig, Man. and he had smoke. We walk out there we're dressed like idiots we're just like uh hello everybody (laughs) hi it's bobby and eddie but he's so good and so uh set the bar high well it was an unattainable bar we just Mm -hmm. do a different kind of show Mm -hmm. like we do funny songs we
2: might put him at noon next time huh
0: yeah we should put russell in like (laughs) the small stage 1 p.m if you get a chance to see russell dickerson go because that guy is a plus a plus good uh let me play a voicemail from albuquerque new mexico
4: Hi, Bobby. Just wanted to say thank you for a great show at New Braunfels this weekend. We also wanted to say to the couple in front of us
2: breaking up the entire show, good luck to you both. There's lots of other fish in the sea. You're a beautiful guy. Beautiful girl. You guys will be okay. You guys will be okay. Sorry that
1: you missed the entire show. It was a great one. We love you.
0: They were fighting the whole time, I guess. They were breaking up, up and
1: they missed basically all the performances.
0: All right, around the room, give me give me one sentence because we're running short on time here about your weekend. Give me the the highest of high headline, Amy.
1: I cleaned out my closet and it feels so good. Nice. Yeah, I had the extra time to do it.
0: That's a lot of commas there,
7: but um,
2: <laughs> Eddie. I mean, raging idiots go to Texas and mom and dad were there. I mean, to me, it's so cool that mom and dad came to the shows.
0: I will go since that's been discussed. I will go Arkansas with the big pull away win. Ooh. Week one of college football.
1: Oh, congrats!
0: I didn't go do the meet. I was late to the meet and greet, the VIP performance because the game was still on. It, it ran long.
2: It was scary, Amy,
0: because they weren't
2: leading at the half. And so, I,
1: like, but people, but do, eventually you went.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eventually he went. Yes. Okay,
1: because y'all won.
6: I would have, I would have gone anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lunchbox. Uh, my parents booked their flight because uh, I'm about to have baby number three, so they officially booked airfare to come here when the birth is happening, so that's exciting. That's a
1: big headline, yeah. Morgan. Oh, I went on a really big boat this weekend that I've never been on before because one of my friends had a birthday, and it was so much fun. I spent like 10 hours in the sun, got fried.
0: And then one more Raymundo. Yeah, the last time I was in New Braunfels, Texas, I was actually throwing boxes at the Walmart distribution center, and then to go back there and be on stage in front of twenty thousand people, I was like, "I'm back." You're the man. A couple cool things about this: one, yeah, Ray used to work at the Walmart down there, mm-hmm. and two, there weren't twenty thousand people. <laughs> there were thousands and thousands you gotta of people let him there. Believe that, but guys. there weren't
2: twenty thousand. In his mind, there were.
0: That's Say fine. what you want. There were some bright lights. I couldn't even see
3: <laughs> the people. It was just loud.
2: Yeah, there were twenty. All right, that's it.
3: <laughs> Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
6: This story comes to us from Canada. Two people walk into Hugo's bar, pulled out a gun, said, "Give me all the money." So they give them all the money. They run out, jump on a motorcycle, driving away. Police chase. They crash. One guy gets apprehended. The other guy goes, "Nah!" Runs jumps in the lake, and starts swimming. Well, police just get in a little paddle boat. Boop, 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 boop. Mm. Paddle after him, and he starts drowning. Help, help, help. Oh, he had to help. And they pulled him onto the paddle boat. He ask for help. Oh. Tough decision.
1: <laughs> I know. What do you do? No, it's not
6: a tough decision. When you're drowning? Yeah, it's either or- do you get or, away? No. I thought you were
2: saying
0: tough decision. I'm like, no,
6: you <laughs> no, ask no, for no. help.
0: You want to get away, but then you're like, I'm drowning. I need help. <laughs> or do you even jump in the water? Ugh. Like, if you're running up to it, maybe- do you run up to it, splash it with your hand so it sounds like you're getting in and then run on the edge? See, that's oh. what you would do. You're so Stand smart. I'd be like, I thought rocking. <laughs> ah boosh. <laughs> and then I keep on running on land. But that's funny they got him in a paddle boat. Alright. And they say they got to him fast enough in a paddle boat to save him from drowning. I know. Kind that of a tell me something good too. Robust. All right, there you go.
6: I'm Lunchbox, that's your bonehead story of the day. Shit.
0: Bobby
1: Bones Show. What happened to you? Well, I spilled water on my newish computer. I How I think did you do that on your last computer. That's why I had to get a new one. But it's not <laughs> that it happens, it's not that I spill the water once and then I'm done. It's over time. Like the other one I had, I was proud of it for holding on as long as it did, and then finally it just stopped working, I think the the final water spill. And this one I had been incident free for like 2 months, and then boom, knocked a bottle of water over. Do
0: you have insurance on those
1: things? Oh yeah, I get all the
0: Apple yes. Care. Yeah,
1: I have all the Apple she Care. She doubles up on it. <laughs> so far, I'm doing pretty good. It's just the return button. I have to hit it with extra force, but I'm fine.
0: <laughs> why do you keep liquids but, near
2: your computer? I can't.
1: I you can. Because I'm you, thirsty. No,
2: no, no, no. But you can. Mm-hmm. You're blaming this on Amy Bones, but why can't Apple just make
0: this waterproof? Right. Oh. Okay.
1: Why would not they make it? Two a ke-
0: completely different
2: things.
1: Okay. Here. Well.
0: You know you not. You're not supposed to have water near <laughs> your computer. It's not their job. could be an old to, rule, though, you it's know? It's not the company's job to make everything dummy-proof. Well, well I'd appreciate it. A lot of dummies this out is there. Why we,
1: this is why we can't have nice things. Not we, you.
0: <laughs> Hope you guys have a great, I was going to say Monday. Yeah, no, that's no, not. it's Tuesday. But it's a <laughs> Tuesday. Have a great Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye, friends.
3: The Bobby Bones Show.